Okay, brachas daf lama gimel. The shir should be a schos to refuah shlema for bilienta bas mariam fega. Okay, so we are a few lines in. Lama gimel amad aleph. The Mishnah told us afilu nachash karachal akevoy layavsik. So when a person's davening shemnasra, even if a snake is wrapped around your ankles, his ankles layavsik. He should not interrupt. He should continue davening shemnasra. So amar rav sheishes loishanu elanachash. This was only taught regarding a snake. However. Aval Akrov, but a scorpion, Paisik, one should stop, you would stop your Shmanesri. So again, if you look at the Shokhanarch when he brings down these halachas, he says it really depends on the type of snake, type of society, if you're able to put the snake in a trance, right? So depending on, on the situation, if it's in fact Pikuach Nefesh, so then you would interrupt. But if you uh, drug the snake up, if the snake is not going to bite you, you're used to it, you live in a in the desert somewhere, so so you wouldn't interrupt your shmanesri. But a scorpion, we always assume that that's going to be pikuach nefesh. Okay, Meisve, they ask the following question. It says in the Bryce enough If a person fell into a lion's den, we cannot testify for sure that he died. Meaning, his wife wants to remarry. They don't see him anymore. He fell into this lion's den, and then the people left. So can they take this testimony? Oh, we saw him fall on the lines, then we could assume this person died. So the Gemara says no, because when it comes to an aguna, you have to have a UD. You have to know for sure that, uh, that, that this person has died. However, if he fell into a hole that was full of snakes, the acrobayim and scorpions, so then that itself is a, is a raya. We could know that this person died. So it seems from here that we equate scorpions and snakes. So how come by Shemun we say there's a difference between snakes and scorpions when the person fell into the pit we say it's the same thing. So like Mar says Shani Hasam the Agav Itzitsa Mazki when it comes to the snakes and the scorpions inside the pits when the person fell on top of them he bothered them he stepped on them he fell, landed on them they got annoyed and that's why they would have bitten him. But if a snake is simply wrapped around his ankle, so then we, don't have, we have no reason to assume that it's going to bite him. Again, if you are nervous, then you would stop your shemnesri. Amr Rabbi Yitzchak, Shavaram, you see oxen uh, opposite you, so you see these bulls. Paisek, you would stop your shemnesri. The Tani Rav Eshaya, Marchikin Mishartam, we distance ourselves from Mishartam, a shar that has not yet gored a human being. Chamisham Amas, so 50 Amas, that's the distance you should keep, you know, stay, stay back, you know, 50 feet, 100 feet. Umishramud, Kimlainav, what about a Shramud, someone, who, uh, an ox that has gored an, a human being three times already? So as long as you're within eyesight, you should be careful. You should avoid being within eyesight of this bull. Tanam Shmedera, Mayor, Reish Tarabidikula, if you, even if you see the head of the ox is in the kula, his basket of food, he's eating. He's not even looking to attack anyone. Still, Salikla Agra, go to the roof, Vishadi Dargami Tutach, and kick the ladder. Don't let him follow you. I don't think he's going to climb on the ladder. Just, just saying that, just be careful, avoid it. This is only specifically talking about a black ox, and specifically during the months of Nisan. Why? There's a, spe- there's a specific gate Sahara or the Satan between his horns. It could be because now in the spring, his, uh, his good food, the grass, is growing, so he gets really hungry and uh, wild, so that's when a person should be careful. Okay, turn our bottom. There was one place, it was this animal called an Arayid. Now, it seems like this is a different animal than the Arayid we had back in the, in the Gemara. The Gemara before said, how do you know when the, the Zman for Kriyashma? So one Tana said, when you could recognize between a Hamar and an Arud. So that's in Daftes, Amir Beis. 
So it seems like this is a different type of Aura. That was talking about a wild donkey. But it could be Aura just means a mixed breed. So it's a donkey with something else. This is also some type of uh, uh, a mix between a, a toad and a snake. Fine. I don't know. You could guess what type of reptile. Some type of reptile. Vahaya Mazik S. Uh, habrius. And it was, it was hurting people. It was, it was being mazik habrius. Bova gila rabchinim and daisa. They came and told rabchinim and daisa. Amalahem. Haru lias chayroi. Show me its hole. So haru es chayroi. They showed him the hole that this aroid lived. This mixed breed something. So nasa nakiva apiachar. So then rabchinim and daisa put his heel on the opening of the pit, Yatsa, this this arud came out. Unashacha in a bit Rabchinim and Daisa. Umeis Oise Arud. And the Arud died. So the snake thing died upon biting Rabchinim and Daisa. So not Layakse Foisi Rabchinim and Daisa took this uh, reptile, put it on his shoulder, the Avila Besa Madrish, he brought it to Base Madrish, and he showed them Amr Lahem Ruban, I look at see my sons. Ain Arud Mamis, the Arud doesn't kill. Ella Hachet Mamis. It's Chet that kills. And therefore, basically saying, don't be nervous about Arud, don't be nervous about these things. So it's very interesting how What? Unless you have Chet. Right. But it's really, many of the Rishanim ask, at the end of the day, a person not to put himself in Sakana, we just saw that from the, from the Gemara, Hishamalacha, right? There's so many Vinishmatim or the Nafshezechim, and the Rishanim tells us we live, but Derechatava. person doesn't say, oh, the Chet kills, you know, I'm not going to put on a seatbelt when I drive. No, you're supposed to put on a seatbelt, right? So, Abkhidim and Dais is really Lishitasa. If you look at the Chayvas of Avais and many of the Rishonim, they say that if someone's in such a high level where everything they see is the Yad Hashem, so then they'll be protected, they don't have to go work, everything is, is Yad Hashem. So, the Gemara Tainus tells us that a very similar story where Abkhidim and Dais's daughter couldn't, uh, she was trying, she was looking for, uh, for candles to light, and, and uh, she, couldn't, she couldn't light anything, right? So, Abkhidim and Dais told her, my daughter, it's not the shaman that lights. It's it's a kaddish baruch who creates the candles. So they lit vinegar or something, and that, they, were, they were able to light uh, even without oil. So it's Rav Chanina Mendoza. That's his own. That's his shita. That was his emuna and a kaddish baruch. Fine. But at that time they had this saying. It was going around. Oila the adam What was upon a person who met a aroid? And what was to the aroid? So it's not good for the Aroi to hit, to bump into Rabbi Hanina ben Daisa. Fine, that was what was going around. Zak the Mishnah. Mishnah says Maskirin Gevuras Keshavim Betchias Hamesim. We mention Gevuras Keshavim, which is Masharuch, which is Marit Hageshem. So we say that in the parsha of in the in the um, Tfila of Betchias Hamesim and the Bracha of Machai Hamesim. V'she'ela, and we say the same Talamatar Bebirchas Hashanim in Baruch Halenu. V'havdala, and we say Atochanatanu. Hadas, and the bracha of Chayin Hadas. Rabbi Kiva Oimer, Rabbi Kiva says, and we brought this uh, previously twice already. Rabbi Kiva Oimer, Imeres Oimer, a bracha revius b'fnei atzma. You would say its own bracha, which means you would say the first three brachas of Shmona Esrei, Amatz Shabbos. Then you would say Atachon Antonu and finish that bracha with something, and then you would say Atachon and Ladam Das. Would be its own bracha. The fourth bracha of Shmona Esrei would be Atachon Antonu. Okay, <coughs> Rabbi Leza Oimer Rabbi Leza says they would say it by Maidim. So in the middle of Maidim, you would say Atachan Antano. Okay. So now we're gonna go one by one. So the Gemara says Maskirin Hashem. We say Mashiruch Mar Geshem during Tchias Hamesim during the second bracha of Shemana Esrei. My timer. So why, in fact, is it specifically mentioned at the during the bracha of Tchias Hamesim? So Rav that rain coming. Is uh, shakal? It's it's uh, 
it's considered equal to Tchiyas HaMesim. The, the, the rain gives Tchiyas, so therefore, Lefikach Kavu'ah B'Tchiyas HaMesim. They put the Ma'ashiruch uh, Geshem in the in the bracha of Tchiyas HaMesim. Ushe'ela B'Berchas HaShanam. And you have Sheila, you have saying the same Talamatul of Racha by Baruch Aleinu. My time, Amar Av Yosem, Mitoich Shehi Parnasa. Rain is the Parnasa of the world. People think that it's really way back then. Rain was the Parnasa of the world. Even today, the, the proper amount of rain, too much rain could destroy an economy. If, uh, in, the, in the industry that I work in, so last year there was too much rain in the Midwest. So corn wasn't growing on time. Because of that, so the, even truck washes. How do you think of truck wash? So you have comp- you have a you know a car wash. There's companies that wash trucks inside of trucks. So they almost went out of business last year because a lot of their business comes from washing fertilizer trucks. So for two months, since the fields were too wet, nobody was planting anything. Couldn't have sprayed fertilizers, so nobody had to wash their trucks. So it's amazing how the rain still is is running the, the panasa, the, the world economy, is strongly based on rain, and therefore we say the same Talamat Levracha, it should be Levracha, it should be the proper amount of rain, we say that during the bracha of Baruch Lene, which is the bracha of panasa. So the, on our rain or only on Ah, so I think it's talking about ours as well. It's uh, the same Talamat that would go, would go, we should have in mind our panasa. Okay. Uh, why do we say Havdalah by Chayin Hadas? Why is the Tanakhama says that's when you say it, and that's what we do actually? So I'm Chachma. Havdalah, making separation in life, making decisions, uh, separating things in life. So that is Chachma. That is common sense. Kivaua b'Berchas Chachma. They were kaveit in the bracha of Chachma. The first bracha we say, the first request we have, is a little seichel, right? That's all. That's what we need. A little Chachma in life. So that's the first bracha. So that's why we put Havdalah in the bracha of Ata Chayin. Rabban Amri. The Rabbanan say no. The reason why we put Atachanatanu in the first uh, in Atachanin is because Mitoch Shehi Chol. is the first bracha of Chol, meaning on Shabbos we don't have Bakashas, we don't ask for uh, physical needs on Shabbos. So the first request we have after Shabbos is Atachanin other than That's the Chol, that's the weekday portion of, of the Shemanas, right? The first three brachas we say on Shabbos as well. So therefore, you should, right away, in that first bracha, you should say Atachanin Okay, I'm a Rabbi Ami. Gedoyla Dea is so great. Shenitna betchilas bracha shachal. That's the first thing we ask, the first request we uh we dive in for before we ask for everything else is for Dea, is for Das, is, is to understand, is to live our lives with, uh, with common sense. It was actually put between two Oisios of a Kaddish Baruch It says, Kikel Deos Hashem. So you see that, that Deos is surrounded by Kel, God, and Hashem also. So you see that how significant Das is. Anybody who doesn't have Deo, who doesn't have Das, it is forbidden to pity him, which is fascinating. You don't, you don't have Rachmanus on someone who doesn't have common sense. Okay. Since this nation doesn't have the Bina, they don't have the, the intuition, they don't understand things, therefore the, the, there's no Rachmanus on them. So you see, HaKadosh Baruch is not Marachim on an Am. That uh, doesn't have bina, so so too we should not have rachmanas on people that do not have bina. You have to figure out what this means. What? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think if someone is is uh, was born miss, you know, deficient and missing missing some asechtas in a shas, so you should have rachmanas on them. But I think it means someone who's not willing to to, to live their life with common sense. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna talk to them. You're wasting your time. You know, uh, you know. 
I'm Rabbi Lazar. Mikdash. The base of Midrash is great that was put between two Oisios. It says uh, by, by the base of Midrash, it says, Pa'alta Hashem, Mikdash Hashem, right? So you see that the Mikdash was put in between the two Oisios of Akadosh Baruch Hu, and the Gemara sees that as being significant. Anyone who does, in fact, have Deah, it's as if the base of Midrash was built in his days. So many of the Bali Machshava, right? That it means that when you had a base of Mikdash, there was a certain clarity of, of the Shechina, of life. So when a person has Deah, so you have clarity in life, similar to the base of Mikdash. So it's Kilu Nivna base of Mikdash Biyamav. Why? How do you see this? So Deah Nitna Ben Shteyah. You see that Deah was put between two Isaiahs, Kikel Deah Hashem, and Mikdash Nitin Ben Shteyah. And the word Mikdash was put between two Isaiahs of Akadash Baruch Hu, of Pata Hashem, Mikdash Hashem. Good. Maskifla Rav Acher Karchina. He asked the following question: <clears throat> If you're telling me that any time I see a word put between two shameless of Hashem, it shows that it's significant. So why don't we say Gedarle Nekama? Nekama is so great, taking a revenge. Shenina Benchdei Oisayis. Right? We said this this morning. Shenemar Kel Nekama is Hashem. Kel Nekama is Sophia. Right? This is uh, the Shir Shem of Wednesday. So you see that Kel Nekama is Hashem. So the Gemara says Amalei. He said in. No, it's true. Uh, revenge is actually a good thing. And Rashi says when it's, when it's called for, when it's proper, it's equal. I think the revenge ends up being ultimate truth. It's a balance, right? Hashem is always midah, connected midah. Also, when you're parenting, so there's two types of punishments. You can punish your child, something that has nothing to do with what they did, and that just, you know, they don't take that well. But there's consequences where it's midah, connected midah, right? You didn't eat this, so you can't get dessert, whatever. There's something that, that there's a consequence. So it balances it out. So you see, Nakama is in fact a good thing, and the Gemara actually brings a proof. I know the Amar Ula Shtei When it says Kel Nakamas Hashem, then it says Kel Nakamas Afia. What does it mean when it says Two Nakamas? So he says Achas LaToyva VaAchas LaRa. One is for good, one is for Klal Yisrael, and what was to take revenge against the uh, Goyim? What does that mean? LaToyva Dechsev. It says. It says, so if you read the full passage, it says, <laughs> So the Gemara of the Zerah tells us that Kaddish Baruch went to all the nations and asked them if they want the base of Mikdash. And we know the story of the famous Gemara that uh, one group said no because you could only have one wife and we can't uh, you know, be Mizana. The other one said no, we can't steal, right? So they were, we can't murder. So they all said we do not want the Torah. So therefore... Hashem did it Hashem So basically, there's two ways to understand. Either he took he took their their nakama uh, against them. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says. <clears throat> So there's a nakama against the guy that didn't they didn't accept the Taira. How do we get the nakama was good for us? So. Rashi says either two things that basically the the money of the Goyim ended up becoming ours. The Gemara in Bavakama says that what ended up happening was that there's a halacha. There's a halacha that is Shar Shal Yisrael. If you have an ox of a Jew that gores a Shar Shal Akum, so the halacha is a pater. Even though really it's a Choshe Mishpatin, Gzeris Akasav your pater. So this is the way we get money back, and it's like a punishment to the to the Goyim for not accepting the Tyra. So either way, that's the Kelnakam Hashem, Kelnakam Sophia. Rabbit, fine. Back to the Mishnah. So the Mishnah said that Atachanatana was either uh, the, for, the a bracha in Atachanin, or it's during Moedim. And Rabbi Kiva said it's a Aymer Bracha Revius. You would make the fourth bracha on its own. 
So Amrli Rav Shem Rav Shem and Bar Abba the Rabbi Yechanan. Rav Shem Bar Abba said to Rabbi Yechanan, "Michti, let's see, let's figure out ourselves. How can we have machloikas four hundred years after the Anshik Nesagdola? Anshik Nesagdola Tiknul Hamli Yisrael Brachos Utfilos Kedushos Vavdolos. They were masakin all the brachos we have. You know, Hamolitzi Lechem and Aretz. Right? Tfilos Hadarech. We have Tfilos. Our Shmona Esrei Birchos Kriyashma Kedushos Kiddush and Avdolos. So Nechzi." Let's see Hechan Tukan, how they were masakin it. Now, the truth is, you're going to ask this question a few days ago when it came to Shemana Esrei, right? So we mentioned in a different uh, venue, in the 12-minute Halacha podcast, that there's a, the, the, the Divayol says this, and it's, it's mentioned in passing by other, other, uh, other uh, Mepharshim on the Siddur, that even though the Anshu Knesset were masakin Shemana Esrei, it seems like they, they, it wasn't binding that they had to daven that specific Shemana Esrei during the Zman of the Bayashini. It could be they, they had that option, but it wasn't binding, and only when they no longer had Karbanas, so we had to reinstitute it that this was an obligation. So it made sense that after 420 years, they forgot, and you need Shimon HaPikuli to come remind us what was the original verse. However, Havdalah, every single shop is you're saying Havdalah. So over 420 years, why would you not, no longer know uh, how to say Havdalah, or where, where we say, where we put Havdalah. So the Gemara says, Amalei like this, Originally, it was part of Shemana Esrei. And then, Hashiru, they got rich, so, Kavu ala Kais. Cham said, let's, let's, let's make Havdalah on the Kais. The same way we have Kiddush ala Kais, you should have Havdalah on a Kais of Yayin. He'enu, they became poor, so it was too, wine was too expensive, so Chazru ukavu batfila. They put it back to Shemana Esrei, and at this point, there's a machlokes in Tanam. Where was the original takana? It seems like during the Zman Habayis they they were wealthy. So for 420 years they were no longer making havdalah during Shemana Esrei. So now after after the Chorban Habayis, let's go back and where exactly did they place Atochan and Tano? So now you have three different opinions. Uh, Three different opinions of where you should say Atachan and Now, let's continue the Bryce. So, Heim Amru, they also say Heim Amru, Hamavdu Batfila, Tzarech Shiyavdala So, not only did they go back to Shman Esrei, at that point they said you should always say it on a Kais. That's what we do. We, always, we make Havdala. Every Matashab is make Havdala Kais. Even if you said Atachan and during Shman Esrei, we make Havdala. Good. So, Yemar Nami, Amrab Chiyabar Abba, Amrab Yechanan, Anshik Nesai Dola, Tikri Lhemli Yisro, they're Mesakin for Klai Yisro, Brochos, Tfilos, Kedushos, Vavdolos, all the Brochos that we have, our Tfilos, Kedushos, our Kiddush and Havdala. So, Batchila, Kavuo, Batchila. First, originally it was during Shmanesri. Hashiru, people were, became wealthy, so they were able to buy wine. Kivu, Tachamor Mesakin, Alakais. Chazur Vehanu, Kavuo, Batchila. And they said, Itmarnami, we learned the same thing as well. They both said, Someone who makes Havdalah, but still, he has to make Havdalah on his kais, on make your Havdalah at home. I'm going to ask you a kasha from uh, a brisa. So it says like this. We learned in a brisa. This was mentioned previously. If someone makes a mistake and he, da- he did not say mashiv aruach umareda geshem, right? And he didn't say mareda tal either. So b'tchias mason during during this bracha of mechayim mason, or v'sheila he skipped v'sein talamater b'birchas hashanim. So let's see just now. A person that min charmar he skipped v'sein talamater machzirin asay and he, he finished manesri. You have to go back. You have to start again. You have to start. You have to daven. Let's say he forgot Matashabas. He forgot it was Matashabas. He skipped Atochanatanu. Uh, we do not have him repeat Shmanasri. Why? 
So because he's able to say it on a kais. What do you see from here? That he's able to say it on a kais. Doesn't sound like you have to say it on a kais. You just told me how mavda betzfilot sarich sheyavda al kais. Now you're telling me, oh, maybe she yachol oemra al kais. You could. Gemara says you're right. Loy tema. Let's let's edit the brisa. Doesn't doesn't say maybe she yachol oemra al kais. Elaim really should have said maybe she oemra al kais because you have to say it on your kais and therefore that's talacha. And it's not a kasha from this price. It's my name, I'm Rabbi Yamin Bayefes. Rabbi Yamin Bayefes said, Shal Rabbi Yosius Rabbi Yochanan Metzidan. He asked him Metzidan. Ramilan, some said that he asked Rabbi Shimon Yaakov, the Minzar, as Rabbi Yochanan. It was Rabbi Shimon Yaakov from Tsar who asked Rabbi Yochanan, Va'ana Shamit. And I heard the following question Hamavdil Batfila, Tsarach Shiavdil Akois. The question was, if someone made Abdullah Bashman asked do you have to be Mavdil? On a kais, but I'm late. Tzarech sheyavdal a kais. You see another limud that we learn that you have to be mavdu al a kais. Iboilahu. They ask the following shaila: Hamavdu al a kais. What if someone makes havdala first? Mahu sheyavdal b'tzvila. Maybe the real takana is maybe to do it on a kais. So even if you did it bashmanesre, you still have to go home and make havdala. But let's say a person made havdala first. An example would be you have one of the, you have one of these shabbatones and they're schlepping out the shalashudis and you just can't. You gotta you know. So you make havdala. Alan said a shal by one of the you know, center shabbaton. Long shal this. I think we were going back that night. So I'm in the middle of benching. I was benching myself, bichidus, right? And I hear they're making havdalah. So I ran during benching. So it's a shiloh. The heart's fee has a shiloh, has a tshuva on this. Can I be yoitz havdalah during benching? Why? Shemeh ka'ina. Shemeh ka'ina. It's as if I said it. What? You say you're saying it? Uh, if I you're very good there. So if I didn't say Ritse, let's say I assume I could be Yaitza, and I didn't say Ritse it, I wouldn't be I wouldn't I wouldn't be allowed to say Ritse, because no longer Shabbos. So, fine. So the Hart Svi says you could in fact be Yaitza uh Shemea Ka'ina even during Shmanasray, even during uh yeah, okay. Fine. Can you have Kabana for both I stopped. The question is, is Shemea Ka'ina? It's as if I said it, so there will be a half mechanic of doll during benching and nothing to do with benching. Fine. That's one, that's just a random shayla. But let's say I wasn't doing this. I actually benched first, and then I went to Dav Marv. So I, then, I, then I heard Avdallah. So when I Dav Marv later, there's a mini from Marv later, should I say Atachanatana? That's the Gemara Shiloh. So on one end, you could say, well, maybe the Ikritachana is just the Alakais. So we say like this. So Amar Nachman, it's a Kavachoymer mitzvilah. We actually have a kavachaymer that you're for sure chayiv. Not tefila, dekatakanti. Tefila is dekatakanta. If we go back, original takana was at the chanatana during Shemnesre, and still, Amri they chum sena mavdo batefila tzarshiyad velagoyis. Not only do you have to say at the chanatana, you also have to do havdala on a cup of wine. So for sure, mavdo alagoyis, which is not the original takana. The original takana was was by was during davening. The lavikatakanti like koshkin for sure. You should make havdala during Shemnesre. So even if a person heard havdala. When you were davening Marav that night, you would still say, Atachanantano. Okay. Tani Rabbi Aricha Kamedi Rabchinina, Hamavdu Batfila, Mishubach Yosem, and Mishiavd Alakais. Someone who is Mavdu Bashmanes, right? It's greater than the one who is Mavdu Alakais. And Vimhidu Bazu Bazu, and if you did Abdallah on both, Yenuchuloi Brachos Al Roishai. They'll give you Brachos on your head. So Gemara says, hold on a second. Hagufa Kasha, that itself is a Kasha. Amrit, you said, Hamavdu Batfila, Mishubach Yosem. It's better than one who just was mavda alakais. Amo, it seems like from there, tefila lechuda sagi. Just saying it ba'atachanatanu is enough. V'hadar tani. Then he told me im hibdo bazu uvazu. And if you did avdala on both, yenuchuloi brachas aroishay, you get brachas uh, on your head. You'll, you'll be gebenched. 
So what's the kasha? If it came with enough, if you're telling me I don't have to do both. So once I was ready yotze during Shemana Esrei, I already davened Shemana Esrei, I said after Hanatanu, so then ipater. So then you pater. When you go home, you don't have to make Abdallah. Okay, maybe you should make for your wife, but you don't have, you don't have to make Abdallah. You already said it after Hanatanu. What's the problem? Well, yeah. So according to this, you're done. Right? So what's the kasha? So how, why are you telling me, oh, if you make havdalah at home on a kais, you're very good, you'll be benched. What's the problem? Vahavi bracha shina tzricha. It's a bracha l'vatala. If I don't need to make havdalah now, so why, why am I saying I'm avdum in kardash l'chol, right? Baruch atah Hashem, right? What are you doing? You're making a bracha l'vatala. And the Gemara says, Either it's Rishlakish or Rabbi Yochan Rishlakish, both said, If someone makes a bracha that was unnecessary, a bracha of Atala, so what's going on? So you can't make a bracha, you can't, if, if I don't need to make two brachas, so why am I, why are we allowing it to be over a bracha of Atala? So Mars says, Rather, what the b'risa means, if you do either one or the other, don't do both. According to this b'risa, you do not need to do both. It's arguing on our whole uh, previous 15 lines. According to this b'risa, you don't need to do both. If you did one and not the other, still, you'll get your brachas. Just by the way, there's a, there's a discussion in the Paiskim. When our Gemara says, Are you really over an isodaraisa if someone says a bracha levatala, right? So you re- let's say a person, I don't know, he drinks Sprite, okay? He drinks his diet Sprite. He already made a bracha, and now he makes another bracha, Shahakuni Bavari. It's a bracha levatala. Are you over an Isa So according to Samuel Rishonim, based on this Gemara, yes, you are. Now, why do we care if it's Deraisa or Rabbanon? So we set a few examples we gave over the years. One example, just to repeat, Rabbi Vadi Yosef has a, has a uh, tshuva with a, uh, there was a uh, young Balash tshuva uh, mother. She just gave birth to her first son. And she tells him, she confided to Rabbi Vadia, and she told him that this is not her first son. She was, when she was not religious, she had an abortion, and therefore this sh- should not be a pity not ben. But her husband doesn't know anything about this. Does she have to tell him? We spoke about this by Kavad Abrias, so uh, two weeks ago. So the question was, does she have to tell him? So in that discussion, Rabbi Vadia says, well, it really depends. Is you're going to force your husband to say a bracha He's going to make a bracha, asher kedishon mitzvah, right? I don't even know the bracha, the pity not ben, right? So... So and the Kayan is going to make a bracha, so you're going to have problems there. On the other hand, if it's not a deraisus, then we say by derabanans, kavod abrias is echad derabanan. We had another example. This we didn't mention recently. There was this JLIC rabbi, a Jewish leadership initiative on campus, right? So he's sitting by his table, and there's a, a young fellow there who thinks he's Jewish, kind of, but he's really not Jewish. And he looks around the table. There's nine other men there. He's number ten. So he tells the JLIC rabbi. That oh we have a minion we could uh, you could bench and say Navarach lelakeno so but the guy's not Jewish so the question was you don't want to call him out in front of the entire crowd mm-hmm. can you say Navarach lelakeno when there's no minion there is that a brach levatala so if it's only nisadrabanan we said by covered abrius to save someone from embarrassment we could be we could violate what we wouldn't say it normally oh so what does abrius what does abrius mean so I bring you a proof that abrius means even a non-Jew a few places. But um, the Torah in, in Hashemish with some Mbeis says that. So, whatever. That would be an Afkamina if it's the rice there. Another Afkamina would be, let's say, makes a bracha on a fast day. Bracha Oh, it's a fast day. Can you drink a little bit? What's better? Let's say someone's fleshik. I mean, right? All these shilas are discussed. At the end of the day, we paskin, this is the chayadam, we paskin, as long as you said a normal bracha, 
So it would only be Nesad Rabbanan. If you say Hashem name in vain, that's the violation of Lysisa. But if you said a word that, if you said a sentence that made a bracha, bracha ta Hashem What's wrong with that statement? It's a good statement. It's not the proper place. So, but it's not Nisr Daraisa. So, we'd be making on many of those Shilohs to taste something if you made a brach on your coffee and your fleshik. So, drink, a, have a little bit, and, uh, or a fast day as well, not not, tishu, not, not in Kippur, but you would drink a drop to uh, get, get, avoid the brach of Atala. Fine. Next. I've got a question. Yes. We're taking this Baraita here, and we're adding a word that changes the entire meaning of the Baraita. Not just a sec here. You're using that as a proof. Now you're just twisting the proof. The Ema, the Tema, the Ema? No, it says here, Because it doesn't make sense otherwise. To this Tana, it doesn't make any sense. No, either way it doesn't make sense because it's a Brach of It can't, meaning, yeah, it can't be. You're right. Otherwise, you can't, you can't move forward with this. Next. Someone didn't say Atachan Tanu, and he didn't make Havdali yet. What does it mean he didn't make Havdali yet? So the way Rabbeinu Yarnah learns, and this is brought down in Shulchan Aruch, if you ate before Havdala. So now, let's hear a person on a typical Matzah Shabbos. After they daven in Shul, they're on their way home, and they see their coffee from Friday in the car, and they give a, you know, have a swig. So that's, that's us, because a person's not supposed to drink prior to... Prior to Havdalah. You can drink water before Havdalah if you need to, but you shouldn't drink or eat prior to Havdalah. At one point, there was only one Havdalah. So but now we have two. So on the eating gazera on the... Yeah, well, I... Oh, yeah, yeah, very good. So there's a, there's, a, there's teeth and stuff in that. But yes, why is that? Because the the, the covet is the first eating I'm going to do after Shabbos should be my Havdalah. So it's not coveted to eat, you know, drink your Diet Coke on the way home from Shul. Now, let's say a person did, in fact, drink. They forgot to make Havdalah. Okay, so you violated it. But let's say you also forgot Atachanatanu. So you, you double whammy. You skipped Atachanatanu and you missed, you didn't make Avdala before eating. The Gemara says. And you drove home and you didn't say Mavdil. Let's say even if you said Baruch HaMavdil. But if you ate, so Halach is Chayzel Arayish. You have to go back. It's Shochan Arach, Seminarish, Sadi Dalad. says like this. Vim Tom, if. You don't go back. On a typical Matzah Shabbos, you wouldn't go back. If you miss Atachan Antanu by Marev, you don't go back. However, if someone comes home and they forgot Atachan Antanu, the same person who forgot that is going to forget that he has to make Abdallah before he eats. So he's going to eat something, and boom, if he knows the Salach, so you got to go back and dive in Shmanesri again. Okay. <coughs> Fine. Now, why is that? It's a knas. The Rabbi Yonah says it's a knas because this guy is totally spacing out about Matzah Shabbos. Two things. We gave him two, op- two opportunities to make Avdala. He, he whiffed on both. So uh, you got to start again. What's the halacha? How do we paskin? Because we saw one b'risa said, one or the other, you have a brachas on your head. And the other b'risa said, you have to do both. So the says, Amalek, ki kiddish. It's just like kiddish. Ma kiddish. Afagav demekadish. But slice, even though you, you said kiddish in your Shemana Esra, you said vayichulu, and you said Shabbos. Still, Mekadish Akasa, you go home, make Kiddush in your house. So, Afhavdala Nami, Afhagavd, and Mavdal, but Slice, even though you daven by Shmanes, you said, Atachanatanu, Mavdal Akasa, you make Havdala on a Kais. Okay. Rabbi Leza, Aymer, Rabbi Leza says, When do you say Atachanatanu? You say it by Maidim. He argued on the other two Tanam. Rav Zera have a rach of Hamar. Rav Zera was riding on a donkey. Kashak of Azur Rav Chia bar Avin basrei. So Rav Chia bar Avin bar Avin was going behind him, was walking behind him. Amarle. So he tells him, "Vade dar mitu mishmid Rav Yechonon." Is it true that they that they that you say 
in the name of Yochanan Halach Rebelezer, beyond Tiv Shechol Yos Acher Shabbos. Maybe we pass the Rebelezer that you should say Atachan Atanu by Maidim once a year when Yantiv falls out on Matzah Shabbos. Why? Because when are you going to say it? Right? After Shabbos, we don't say, uh, when Yantiv falls out on Matzah Shabbos, you don't say Atachan Adam Das. So when are you going to say Atachan Atanu? So maybe you should say it by Maidim. So Amarlai said, in, yeah, it's true. So, the Gemara, so he said back, halacha, when you say the halacha is like him achlal, the pligi, that there are those that argue. So, the Gemara, so then the Gemara says, v'loi pligi, nobody argues. V'loi pligi rabbanon. The rabbanon do argue. The, the rabbanon said, you say it during atachon yodana. So he says, no, aim the pligi rabbanon. Maybe when do I say the rabbanon argue, that's b'shayim ma'asashana. But your typical ma'asashabbos, because you do say atachon yodana. So then it makes sense. But beyond the shechol yasach shabbos, me pligi, do they argue? Maybe they don't argue. Maybe they agree that we would say it by Maidim on, on a Matzah Shabbos Yantif. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva argues. He says, you have a fourth bracha on its own. So the Gemara says, hold on a second. The entire year, do we go like Rabbi Kiva? The Hashda Niku Veneva Kavasi, that now we should all of a sudden pass in the Rabbi Kiva? The entire year, my time alive didn't Rabbi Kiva. Why don't we, in fact, have it as a fourth bracha on its own? Why? Because Tamni Srei Tukken to Shasri Lai Tukken. There was 18 brachas of Shmoina Esrei, not 19. Again, now we have 19, but not 20. There's a, that's not part of the original Takana. So, so we know that we don't have Atachan Eternal as a bracha on its own. So Hachanami, by Matzah Shabbos, that's Yantiv. Shev. Tikkun, there's seven brachas. You have the first three, the last three, and your Mekavish Yisrael of Azmanim. But Tami Loitakan, there's no eighth bracha of, of Atachan Antanu on Ma'ar of Matsuyantav. So Amar Lay, so they told him, Lav Halacha Itmar, Elamatan Itmar. It wasn't really a halacha, meaning we're going to use terminology here. That, like when a person gives a share, there's halacha, there's halacha lamaisa, there's something that you would say publicly, there's something you'd only paskin to someone who asked you. So we didn't really paskin for the world. Elamat and itmar, that if someone asked to Shiloh, they would say, okay, you know, do like Rabbi Lezer and say it by Moedim. The itmar, Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Dimi, Amar Mishim Rabbeinu, halacha, that he said the halacha is like Rabbi Lezer. Va'amila, and some said matin, that we would tell people to do this, but it wasn't saying halacha. Rabbi Yechen Omar, Moidim, the Chacham agree. Nachia bar Abba Amar Nirin. It seems like it. So we're not exactly having a halacha. It's either Nirin or the Moidim or Matin. The difference would be it sounds like maybe a b'diavid if someone did it. We would say it's fine, but the Chachili wouldn't tell them to do it. Okay. Amar Abzera. Nekait, you should grab onto the Rabchia bar Abba biyadach. Take the sheet of Rabchia bar Abba and hold it into your hand, meaning. Take this, uh, assume it's proper. Why? The Dayak Vigamar Shmaita. When he learns something, he's very uh, precise and he, he takes good notes, right? Vigamar Shmaita mi Puma, the Mara Shaper. He takes, uh, he, he uh, learns well from his Rebbe. Kit Rechava de Pumpadisa, like this special person called Rechava de Pumpadisa. Dama Rechava, because Rechava said, Am Rabbi Huda, in the name of his Rabbi Rabbi Huda, Harabayas, the Harabayas, Sitov Kafalhaya, it had uh, two benches or like um, bleachers. So you had two rows of bleachers. Now, the typical word that you would use for a bleacher, if you learn Psachim, is Itztaba. Right? So why did he not use the word istaba? He used the word sitav, because that was what his rebbe used. Whatever, the point was he was very midactic. He would say it exactly the way his rebbe did. So Rabbi Abba was the same way. He would say it exactly the way his rebbe did it. So therefore, you should trust, uh, when he says, I heard that my rebbe said it, you would trust his, his word because he was very midactic. 
Fine. At the end of the day, Amar of Yosef, Anale Hayadana, Veloy Hayadana. I don't know what you're talking about. This Matin, uh, Moidim, all these things. We don't do any of these things. Ella, Medaravu, Shmuel, Yadana. I know about Rav and Shmuel, the Takinu Lon, Marganisa, Babel, that they were masaking. Uh, this in Bavel, what were they masakin? They were masakin by Toidien, and this sounds familiar. Maybe we have some of the words are different, but the similar concept of Vatoidienu. Right? So, so that's what you basically have in your Siddur. And that's why we paskin. Again, Rav was misaki in many of the tefillahs. We have Rav was misaki in the tefillah of Birchas Achaydash that we that we do Hiratzin. So again, this Vatoidino also comes from Rav. Fine. So that's how we paskin. Even though you, there's no Atachonin Ladam Das, what do we do? Matzah Shabbos the following Yantiv. We say Vatoidino. So the Mishnah. Oimer, if someone during davening says, Al Khan or Al Kain Sipor Yagi Rachamecha Kadosh Baruch Hu Yishev Rachmanus on the nest, alluding to the. The uh, mitzvah of shluach hakain. So when you, you you're removing the eggs, you would send away the mother bird and take the eggs. So he's davening, Hashem, you should have uh, rachmanus on the the kan sipar. Okay, and he says, Hashem, your name should be remembered for good, on the good things that you do. And he says, or he says moedim moedim. He says moedim twice. So the Mishnah says mishatkin. I say we tell him to be quiet. So we're going to see why he should be quiet, you know, each of these cases. So Bishlam, Moedim, Moedim, Meshat, Knesai. It makes sense when someone, you know, davening out loud, he says, Moedim, Moedim, come to be quiet. It sounds like he has two gods. He's thanking one god, and then he's thanking the other god. So two thank yous. And when someone says, Altoiv, only for good, your name should be mentioned. Not me, it makes sense to, uh, to, 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 to tell him to be quiet. Why? Because it sounds like he's only thanking God for good. And we're not thanking God for the bad. We're going to do that. But tonight, we looked in the Mishnah later on. The same way we have an obligation to, to say a bracha for good, so we have the same obligation to make a bracha for bad things. So it's Atta Hashem, it's you, it's God. So therefore, a person saying, I only thank God for good, so Meshachna, so you quiet him down. So that makes sense. But the first case, Ella, Alkain, Sipor, Yagira, Chamecha, my timer, for the for the bird's nest to say Hashem Shev what's, what's what's wrong with that? So pligi bot shreimarav machlokes namaram b'marava in the in Eretz Yisrael. Rav Yosi bar Avin, Rav Yosi bar Zavita. So it was one of these two. Chadamar, one of them said the reason why you shouldn't say Al Kain Sipor Yegirachamecha is because neshematal kinnah b'maisabrishes. You're causing jealousy amongst the, the the creatures. You're only saying Hashem Shev on Kan Sipor on these birds. What about the fish? What about the whales and the dolphins? Right? None of that. Only on the Kansipur. So you shouldn't do that. Vachadam, I once said, no. You're making the Midas, the mitzvahs of a Kaddish Baruch into Rachamim, into mercy. The Enon El Xerus. The Xerus. At the end of the day, you know, we could give nice reasons for mitzvahs. At the end of the day, they are just Gezerus. So it's very interesting how the Rishonim, that many of the Rishonim wrote Sfarim of Tameh HaMitzvah. The Raman wrote the Marin of Uchim. The, the, the Sefer HaChinuch has many reasons for every single mitzvah. And the question is, so which answer is correct? If you go with the first answer, that, that the only reason why you shouldn't say it is because you're being matal kina, but maybe perhaps there is an element of Rachmanis that we learned from Shluch HaKain. So there is a concept of Tameh HaMitzvah, of reasons for mitzvahs. According to the second answer, 
you shouldn't do that. You're making the mitzvahs into rachamim. Ve'ein and el gzeiros. The mitzvahs are gzeiros. Whether it's shatnes, whether it's shluach hakain, keep it avaim. It's all gzeiros. Don't bring reasons. So this is actually a debate amongst the the Jewish philosophers. The sefer achinoch, the the maral. Some wrote svarim on tamei mitzvahs and some didn't. There's even a discussion. So one shavuos night. Now here I gave a share on for a couple hours on. Do Tamiha mitzvahs change the psak? Does the psak is it, do you does, do you ever pass in halacha based on Tamiha mitzvahs on reasons for mitzvahs? What do you say? If the reason goes, if the reason away. goes away, or do we learn out details from from the reason? Right. So there's actually a fascinating uh, argument. One of the most famous machlokes in between Ramosh Feinstein and the Satmar was concerning artificial insemination. And if you look, it wasn't printed in the Igris Moshe. It was printed in the Dibris Moshe because I think our Moshe thought they were going to burn his Igris Moshe if he put it there. So I think the Dibris Moshe on Yavamus, he has a response, and he has the letters from Reb and the Satmar And one of the things that they were attacking him was that if you look at the Tamiha Mitzvah of, of Eishas Ish, it says, Asher loy titin or something, that, that you, you might get confused of who's the father. Right? So artificial insemination would be a problem because you're not going to know who the father is. So Rav Moshe said, how do you bring Tamiya mitzvahs into a discussion? He was baffled how Poiskim could bring reasons. He said, when the Rambam and the Chinuch write reasons for Tamiya mitzvahs, it's a time, it's a taste, it's to give, you know, put some life in it. I was talking to someone, he's involved in Kirov, so he's, he's looking up all the Tamiya mitzvahs. So, you know, tongue-in-cheek. It's, it's nice, it's a good tool to use, but at the end of the day, it's chukim. You can't just tell people, oh, the reason why we do, uh, I don't know, we keep hilchas nidas because it's really good for marriage. Okay, it's very good, and God, and, and it, Hashem put it in place, but at the end of the day, well, the reason why we keep it is because it says in the Torah, we keep it. Someone's asked me, so tell me all the, you know, all the things we can learn out from kashras, you know? Okay, at the end of the day, kashras is chukim, I'm sure you could look, look into it and find some significance, but if we're keeping it because of some reason that some, uh, some rabbi once told us, so when that reason is not speaking to us anymore, so there goes the whole mitzvah. The mitzvah is because we're avodim. We're, uh, uh, avod, you know, we're, we're avde Hashem. That's why we keep mitzvahs. Fine. So Moshe says that, you know, you could tell me very nice reasons, but at the end of the day, it's time. It's a taste of it. It's not exactly. No paskin shilas based on tamiha mitzvahs. Okay. Fine. Next. There was a person who came in front of Rabbah, and he said, and he said in his davening, he said, Tashem, you had mercy on your on your birds. You should also have rachmanas on us. So Amar Rabbah, Rabbah said, Oh, it's beautiful how this 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 Talmud Chacham knew at the daven. So I'm only Abayah. So the Talmud Abayah says to Rabbah, Our Mishnah said you, you shut this guy up for, for, for saying this line that Hashem is Rachman is on the on the Kane Zebra. So Rabbah Nami, Rabbah also the He was just trying to test Abayah. So he said this line to see if his Talmud Abayah would be sharp and be able to say no, you can't do that. That's a Mishnah. There was a person that came in front of Chanina. And he said, He keeps going on the praises of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So him to waited to see him until this person finished his davening. He see him when this guy finally finished his davening. You finished, uh, you finished uh, what do you call it? All the praises of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Why would you, why'd you, why'd you keep on, why'd you keep on going, right? So he said, Anan, Hanitlas, the Amrinan, 
the three that we say, which is Hakel, Hagadol, uh, Hagibor, and Vandar, was added later. Or sorry, Hagadol, Hagibor, and Vandar, those three. Ilavda Aminu Moshe Rabbeinu Baraisa. If Moshe Rabbeinu wouldn't have said it in the Torah, there's a pasuk that says this. But also, Anshu Kesay Dorle Vatakinu Batfila Lehavina Nechol Lameimer Lahu. We would not be able to say it because how could we when, we? when you praise the Kaddish Baruch Hu, you're defining who He is. So if you if you stop at some point, so then you're you're putting a limit on His praises. So the only reason why we say. Is because that's what my Shurvenu said. Vat Amit Kuli Hai Vazat, and then you left. How'd you finish your davening? This uh, king had thousands and thousands of, of gold, of, of Dinre Zav, they would praise him, Bishokasa with silver. It's ignited him to say, oh, you're worth X amount of dollars when he's worth so much more. You take a billionaire and you say, oh, he could afford a, uh, a steak in Prime Deli. So, uh, you know, it's not exactly a praise, right? That's ignited. It's ignited to him. You're, you're, you're showing you have, you have no uh, understanding of, of his worth. So, by so in Shemana the Ramam says only in Shemana A person outside of Shemana you want to say nice things about Hashem, that's fine. But during Shemana when you're Oymel Afei Melech, you can only say, uh, you don't add your own things, because at some point, when are you going to stop? Everything is from Shemaim except for Yira Shemaim. Just to fear me, that's the only thing uh, that, that is up to us. It's our decisions we make, how we deal with things. That's the Yira Shemaim, how we, how we view this world. That's up to us. Everything else, wealth and all these other things, it's all in Shemaim. So Mar said, Yira Shemaim, it's so small that you're saying Kiim, that's all it is. What's hidden in the Hashem's chambers is a storage of Yerushalayim. So you see that it's, it's special, it's, it's a reserved, not that it's an easy thing, it's not a Dover Katan. So the says, For my Shabbinu, it was very uh, simple. Vieshli, ask someone for something to kind of borrow your, I don't know, your lawnmower, and he has it. Vieshli, so So for him, it's not a big deal. You want to use my lawnmower? You can use my lawnmower. But katan ve'enla, you ask someone for a spoon. You're on a, you're on a, you're on a flight, and your yogurt, you need a spoon for your yogurt, and you say, give me a spoon. It's, how much is it worth? Two cents. But he doesn't have one. So daima When you're looking for a spoon or something, you know, you're looking for a, a, a cup, and you don't have one, it ends up being considered a kligado. So it seems like for Moshe Rabbeinu, it was considered very little. I think the Maral says, I heard this from my, my Meshkir Rabbi Stark, he said that when we say Yerushalayim is a small thing, it doesn't mean it's an easy thing. It means it's a simple, it's a simple thing, meaning that your, your life can be changed by a simple change, a simple uh, mindset. If you view life through HaKadosh Baruch Hu, somehow you get there, but it's just a simple difference between a Maimon and not a Maimon. So it's, a, it's a deep thought, but it could help understand the Pshat and the Gemara, that it's, just, it's Kiim, that's all it is. All it is in life is Yerushalayim, and then everything else will be answered. Okay. If someone says Moedim twice, we tell them to be quiet. If you say Shema, Shema, it's if you said Moedim twice, then you tell them to be quiet. If someone repeats uh, Kriyashma, he repeats it. The Kaifla Harezem Maguna. That is considered a, a Maguna and uh, disgusting. Maguna Hudahav, he sounds like it's disgusting, but Shatukilim and Shatkinil, he wouldn't tell this guy to be quiet. So the Gemara like Kash, Had Amar Milsa Milsa Vitanila. In one case, it's where he said one word and then he repeated it one word at a time. 
As opposed to someone who said the entire pasuk, then repeated it. Which one's good, which one's bad? Machlekes. Therefore, we don't do either one. One should not repeat the entire pasuk of Shema, and one should not say Shema, Shema, uh, Hashem, Hashem. Don't do that either. They both look like the Shtei Rishu is two gods. How do you know when a person's reading it twice? That he's, it's as if he's, it looks like two gods. Maybe he just didn't have Kavana the first time. And then he ended up having Kavana. So Amr Leh said, Hashem is your friend? That you just say Shema without thinking? If this person didn't have Kavana originally, I would hit him with a... Uh, with uh, some type of a hammer until he has kavana, meaning that's not a way to 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 go about saying Shema without having kavana. Okay, shkoya.